Welcome to Create Your Own Truth. I'm your host, Kat, and I am a fitness and mindset coach. I'm here to share my journey to authenticity, knowing it will help others create their own truth too, because we all deserve to live freely and authentically without fear of judgment or expectation. I'm still learning every day and that will never stop. So I hope you join me on this wild and uncomfortable, but oh, so free ride. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Create Your Own Truth. And Happy New Year again. It's still the new year. We're still in the first part of January. Uh, I am recording this on January 11th. And I don't know about you, but I love the second Monday of January. The first Monday is always a little hectic. We're still coming down from the holidays. We still have a lot going on. Maybe you're still partly off from work. So it doesn't really feel like we're back into the swing of things yet. And that's why I love this second Monday, because that's when everyone's back to work, the holidays are done, trips are over, and we can kind of get settled back into our routines, whether that means work or fitness or cooking at home. Um, Because I don't know about you, but I ate out a lot over the last month, not only with the holidays, but we took two like four day trips, five day trips. And you typically eat out every meal when you are out of town. And then the holidays, you know, you're planning all of these meals. And even if you're just at home during like the holiday week, you're not really eating your typical meals. So this week I have been really pushing myself to get back into just cooking at home. And that has also been a little bit challenging because we recently moved. So we've been moving the last week and a half or so. And I told myself this Monday, I would get back into cooking, I would have a at least some groceries in the fridge, it's not fully stocked yet. Um, and the pantry is still pretty empty, but I am doing my best with what I've got. And just trying to get back into the swing of things and fuel my body with nutrients and nourishing foods. And I'm also trying to prioritize my mini bulk that I have told myself for the last probably six months I would do. And I am serious about prioritizing this this time around. So I am going to be working on that. But it does feel good to be getting back into home cooking and just eating meals. I get sick of eating out or eating like pre-made food from the grocery store. Like we just go to Trader Joe's and get some of those wraps and salads and I get sick of those so quickly and they're really not that great for you. So it's just been nice to cook at home again and get back into my workouts and my morning ritual and evening ritual before bed. So that's why I love the second Monday in January because the first week of January is still too hectic in my opinion. But that brings me to today's topic. Because things have been so hectic, you know, with the holidays, I was traveling, we are moving, we actually just bought a home, which I am super excited about. It's our first home. Uh, So dealing with that whole process in December, that was very new to us. So it has been probably the craziest month of my life. And when life gets that hectic, something has to be taken off of our plates. So for example, do you think I hit the gym four or five days a week? Absolutely not. If I got in eight workouts in the last four weeks, I would be surprised. And that's also why we ate out so much besides just it being the holiday season and traveling. 
we ate those pre-made meals or ordered DoorDash for like almost every single meal for the last at least two and a half, three weeks because we have been so busy with trying to pack and we've just had so much going on. So those were two things that I kind of had to take off my plate. Well, I chose to take off my plate, you know, cooking, going to the grocery store, having things stocked at the house and trying to fit in my workouts. I took those two things off my plate so that I wasn't stressing myself out, wasn't being unrealistic with my expectations of myself. I wasn't aiming for perfection. So I was doing the best that I could. And honestly, I felt pretty good after all of that. Like you would think that eating a lot of takeout and skipping most of my workouts for the better part of a month would make me feel super sluggish or maybe I wouldn't feel great physically, but I actually was surprised and I have a feeling it's because of all the heavy lifting and strength training I have done, especially in the last year or two. I truly know my body has transformed because of that. My muscle definition is not the same as it was three or four years ago, where if I took almost a month off of workouts and ate out almost every single meal, I would definitely have gained a lot more weight or just felt really sluggish energy wise. And believe me, I put on a few pounds this past month. That is just natural. But I know my body composition truly has changed as a result of my strength training that I've been dedicated to. So I am grateful for that. But that brings me to the topic of today because there are definitely things that I completely let go in the last month that I didn't need to take off my plate. So what I want to start with is a quote that I saw on Instagram. I think it was yesterday and I came across it and it's by James Clear. I swear I have done another podcast episode on one of his quotes and I'm not like obsessed with him. I just think he, his posts are very valuable and chock full of good information, tips, reflective question. So I just really, really enjoy his content. And if you haven't listened to my previous episode where I can't remember which quote I <laughs> quoted him on, but he is the author of Atomic Habits, which is probably the number one most common book that I recommend to clients or anyone who is asking for personal growth type of books. Atomic Habits is the number one that I recommend. So he is the author of that. And he posted yesterday a question and I'll just read it here. It says, how much overlap is there between what you say is important to you and how you spent your attention over the last month? And I reposted this immediately because whenever I come across a post that really encapsulates my coaching style and my values as a coach, I always repost it. And this definitely hit the nail on the head. So I reposted it immediately. And as it was like loading on my story to fully upload, I started thinking about how this quote applies so much to me. And I even though it says how much overlap is there between what you say is important to you and how you spent your attention over the last month, I almost like want to take away that part about the last month and just reword it to be about how you spend your attention in your life. Because over the last month, like, yes, it's something where we can be very specific about how we spent our time. But for example, the last month for me was super hectic. So I had to take things off my plate, but I will get into what I did not need to take off my plate in a second. But just reflecting over how you spend your attention and your time 
in your everyday life. So how have you spent it in the last month? How have you spent it in the last year? How have you spent it in the last 10 years? Do you tell yourself these things are so important to you and you look back over the last 10 years and you've done nothing about it? So that's why I kind of want to rephrase it to expand on more than just the last month. But of course, you can take this question and look at just the previous few weeks if you want. So the reason this hit me really hard is because even though there are things I work on, there are goals that I have, there is so much that I am proud of in my life in general. And I know I'm not the same person today than I was a year ago three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. And there's so much growth and accomplishments that I am personally proud of myself for. But believe me, there are also things that I have told myself I would do for months, years, whatever. And case in point, like the last six months, I've been talking about this mini bulk. Have I done it? No, I drop off efforts after about a week because it is very challenging. It does take a lot of effort. It requires a lot of planning ahead, especially for someone who owns their own business and has a part-time job and has kind of a bizarre schedule. So it does take a lot of planning, but again, that's just an excuse. So that is something I've told myself is important for the last six months so that I can get to my next level of strength. And I have not done that. And this is just one example of something in my life. So when I look at that quote and it says, how much overlap is there between what you say is important to you? Case in point, getting to that next level of strength is super important to me. And how you spent your attention over the last month, the last six months, the last year. And I look at my efforts and I haven't spent my attention well when it comes to that goal. So that is why that quote hit me really hard. You know, of course, I shared it to anyone who viewed that story, who follows me on Instagram, and I hope that they reflect on it as well. But it really impacted me and made me look at my life, my daily life, my habits, and what I say is important to me that I am not prioritizing. So that brings me to my next point, because going back on what I said earlier, it was a very hectic last four weeks for me. And yes, I had to take things off my plate. Yes, I was able to just remove the guilt and shame of not working out as frequently as I normally do. Yes, I was able to remove the guilt and shame of not cooking at home and ordering takeout, even though, believe me, I spent so much money doing that and I wish I hadn't. But I had to take some stress and pressure off of myself. And I knew it was completely unrealistic to tell myself I'm going to go to the gym four days a week for my usual hour workout or to cook at home every single day for you know two meals a day and make it to the grocery store. Could I have done those things? Absolutely. There is always a way. But would I have been so completely and utterly stressed out more than I already was? Yes. So I took away those things without guilt or shame. And I am lucky because I do have a part-time job that is very active. I knew that even though I wasn't hitting the gym as much as I would have liked to, I was getting 10,000 steps a day at my part-time job. So if I didn't have that, I would have had to prioritize movement in some other way because movement is totally therapeutic and rejuvenating. So I would have had to find another way to at least get five or 10 minutes of movement in every single day. Um, But I took the pressure off of going to the gym and took the pressure off of cooking at home and trying to eat the most balanced meals that I could. So those two things really helped me. But I also know that I let so many other habits go that I did not need to let go. And this is where the all or nothing mentality still creeps up for me once in a while, even though 
I have truly overcome it when I look at the big picture, but it creeps up for me once in a while. So I combated with that a little bit over the last four weeks to remind myself that anything I could do is better than zero effort. So the habits that I'm talking about that I completely let go that I did not need to, and this is where excuses come into play, because I already, like I said, I already took the two things that were going to stress me out the most, you know, cooking at home, getting all the groceries, planning ahead for meals, and trying to make it to the gym. I took those two things off my plate. So that was enough. I took those things off, removed the guilt and shame, but I didn't need to let go of all the other habits that make me feel good and feel rejuvenated and give me good energy and give me a good mindset for my day, my week. Because when I prioritize these habits, they bleed into every area of my life. So even though I feel like I truly did handle the stress from the last four weeks in a very good way, I think it could have been even better if I had prioritized the habits that make me feel good, that I know make me feel good, but I chose to let them go instead. So those habits include getting up a little bit earlier. And of course, when we need more sleep, that is what our body is asking for. But when you snooze your alarm for an hour and a half every single day, you're not doing yourself any favors. At that point, it's not exactly helping. I may as well just set my alarm for the time that I was waking up anyways. Instead of trying to wake up earlier and snoozing my alarm three times for 30 minutes each, I should have just set it for a time that allowed me more sleep and then just wake up on that first alarm instead of going through this habit every single day, this routine of snoozing it so often, so often and just dreading waking up, feeling so exhausted. I should have just allowed myself to get that extra sleep that I probably needed during a crazy month. But I also know that sometimes we don't necessarily need more sleep, especially if I got eight or nine hours, that is plenty. And I could have pushed myself to wake up at the time that I intended, which would have affected my day probably in a positive way because I would have been starting my day with intention instead of desperately trying to roll out of bed an hour before I have a client or before I need to start getting ready for my part-time job. So that is something that I really let go the last month and I'm working on getting back into getting up earlier and I have been doing my morning ritual this week which feels so so good to get back into so that was one thing that I let go the other thing is that I typically read before bed because I love reading it is very very important to me going back to the quote of how much overlap is there between what you say is important to you and how much time you spend on it and reading is super important to me. So I typically read before bed. It's a great way to unwind from the day. It is an intentional way to end your day. And honestly, it makes waking up so much easier not going to bed looking at screens. But what did I do the last month? I watched TV every night in bed. And then once I got tired, I turned off the light and went to sleep. And that just doesn't work for me. That might work for some people. I just cannot function that way. So not only is it harder for me to wake up in the morning when I fall asleep to TV, but I'm also completely ditching something that is so important to me, which is reading. And I posted on my stories earlier in December that, you know, I was not going to hit my book goal for this year, which is I've had a book goal of 25 books for the last few years. I usually hit it. And this year, I think I hit 20, 21. And that is 100% okay. This was a really crazy busy year full of lots of good stuff, but lots of stresses as well. 
and it is absolutely okay. I did not fail. I read 20 books. That's amazing. But I also know I could have prioritized reading so much more than I did. So that's where I come back to that quote. I did not overlap as much as I would have liked to in what I am telling myself is important to me and what I am actually doing to make that a priority. So those are just a couple of real life examples from me, a coach who is imperfect. And yes, I did need to remove some stressors. Otherwise, I would be completely unrealistic in my expectations of myself over the last four weeks, which would cause a whole nother set of problems. But I also could have prioritized the things that make me feel truly good, that fill up my cup and make me feel energized and positive and rejuvenated. But I chose to let things go. And that is me not being accountable. And that's okay. Like I said, I love that second Monday in January because it really is the time for me to refocus on myself. And no, it doesn't take a new year. It doesn't take a Monday or a fresh month to get back to what we need to do. And actually, I'm very proud of myself because last Friday, um, whatever it was, like the 4th of January or something, I told myself I was going to get to the gym. My sister-in-law and I went and we got back into our workouts last week, even though I just did one workout. It made going to the gym Monday and getting back into my routines and everything that I want to return to, all my habits that I want to return to on this Monday, so much easier. Instead of telling myself, well, this week is a wash, I'm throwing in the towel, I'll just start again on Monday. It's the first full week of January, so who cares if I skip all of this week? No, I chose to go to the gym on Friday. It felt so, so good. I didn't push myself crazy hard. I just kind of eased in after a few weeks of very minimal workouts, and it felt so good. And it made getting back into my routines this past Monday so much easier than if I had waited for Monday. Because I may as well have been like, all right, well, January is a wash. I may as well start in February. That's how that all or nothing mindset works. So if anything is coming up like that for you, try to rewire your mentality around that and tell yourself that if you can do one little thing that will help you embody the person that you want to be and show up for yourself in any capacity, that is way better than nothing. So yes, I had a crazy month. Did I completely give up on everything? No, there were nights where I was like, you know what, I am going to read two pages or I woke up in the morning and I was like, you know what, I am going to journal. Actually, I think it was the last week of uh, December before our last trip or maybe right after Christmas, I can't remember. And I journaled every single day in the morning. I was so proud of myself. I easily could have said, you know what? I have barely done anything for mindset work in December. I am just going to start again in January. But I told myself, no, I need to focus on my mindset. I need to reflect on everything that I am feeling and going through right now. And it helped so much to journal. And I was so proud of myself. So you don't need to wait for a fresh year, a fresh month, a fresh week, a Monday. It doesn't need to work like that. Start rewiring that all or nothing mentality by just doing something in that moment that is going to make you proud, make you show up for yourself and do something that your future self will thank you for. So just to wrap up this episode before it gets too long with that quote one more time, 
how much overlap is there between what you say is important to you and how you spent your attention over the last month, the last six months, the last year, the last five years, the last 10 years, whatever is resonating with you as far as a time frame. I want you to think about what you maybe tell yourself is important to you. Maybe what you claim to others is important to you. Maybe what you tell yourself you're going to finally prioritize. How many times have you made that promise to yourself? How many times have you even said about the new year, this is my year. This is the year I'm finally going to focus on this one goal that I've been talking about for five years. How many times have you made that promise? Or how many times have you thought of a goal or a habit or a routine you want to start something that you think about daily. Sometimes these goals or these things we tell ourselves are important to us. Sometimes they consume our every thought. It's like every single day we think about this one thing, but we're not doing anything to prioritize it. So I want you to reflect on this. I hope this quote is as impactful for you as it was for me. It hit me immediately. It hit hard. It hit home. And I reflected on it, I journaled on it, and I was already taking action to embody the person that I want to return to being and embody the future self that I want to strive to be. But when I read this quote, it was just a reminder that it is so important for me to continue prioritizing. And yes, like because of my hectic month, it is unrealistic to say that I'm always going to prioritize everything 100%. No, that's not possible. That's not realistic. But if we can prioritize it even 10%, that's way better than zero. That's way better than giving up completely. So think about it in that way as well. When life throws things your way, it is 100% normal. It is totally okay to scale it back. It doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean you're giving up on yourself or your goals. It just means you're being gentle with yourself. You're being realistic and you're giving yourself some time and space to deal with whatever's coming your way. It doesn't mean that that's permanent. It doesn't mean you are giving up. It just means you need a little bit of time. And when you are ready, you will get back to it. But if you can stick with your habits 10%, that is going to help you return to them in a higher capacity, so much easier than if you give up completely and have to restart them from zero again. Believe me, it's so much harder. And that is also why I knew over the last few weeks that anytime I could get to the gym or fit in a quick workout or fit in a walk, or if I could use some leftover ingredients in the fridge to make a quick meal at home, I did so. So maybe I did give it 10%, 20% effort over the last month, it's better than saying, screw it, I'm not going to work out at all, or screw it, I'm going to eat DoorDash every single meal. It's better than saying, I'm throwing in the towel and I'm giving up completely because it's not even worth trying at this point. Any effort that you can put in is worth it. I promise you that. And again, it makes it so much easier to return to the full habit when you have the time and the energy. So I hope this is super helpful for you today. If you want to save that quote, go to James Clear's Instagram page. It's just at James Clear, C-L-E-A-R. And again, if you are looking for an awesome personal development book, Atomic Habits is a great, impactful book about establishing good habits with ease. And it just helps so much in every area of your life. So Atomic Habits, James Clear, go give him a follow. I think he is one of only two people that I have the subscription or the notification bell on Instagram set for. 
So every single morning I get a notification that he has posted something and believe me, it is always gold. Every single post he has is very reflective and just very impactful and powerful. So definitely give him a follow. And I hope this has been a super helpful episode for you. Again, be gentle with yourself. We can't expect perfection. We can't expect unrealistic things from ourselves. Life gets in the way. We have our ups and downs. We have our highs and lows. But when we say something is truly important to us, but we do nothing about it, then it is not important to us. If it's not something you prioritize with 10% effort on a regular basis, then it's not important to you. So find that goal. I'm sure when you read that quote, a goal comes to mind immediately that you have said is super important to you or a priority comes to mind that you said is super important to you. And I want you to do something today. Break it down to 5%. That is 5% effort towards that priority. Give it 5% effort. Give it a little bit of time and energy today. And I promise you're going to feel like you're in control and you're going to feel so much better being accountable to that priority. And of course, if you need support on this, you can always DM me on Instagram at catspiration underscore. I'd be happy to be there for you. Believe me, I can understand what it can be like to say something's important to you, claim it, announce it to the world, and then doing nothing about it. I can totally, totally understand that. So if you need some support on this, please reach out to me and I'd be happy to have a little accountability buddy. Let's make 2023 the year we actually prioritize those things we say are so important to us and get out there and put in whatever effort that we can. It doesn't need to be perfect. I hope you're all having an amazing start to your 2023 and let's create our own truth.